0: are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Happy Halloween. Today is October 31st. My gosh, two months and the year is over. Anyway, again, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. We've got some stuff to go over in Bachelor Nation. A lot went on this weekend. We've got some stuff in pop culture. We've got some sports to talk about, even some Halloween stuff. So we will get to that momentarily this podcast is also brought to you by first leaf wines first leaf makes it simple to discover new wines that you'll love they'll learn your tastes then deliver quality wines right to your door sign up today you get your first six bottles for 39.95 plus free shipping Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash reality steve. That's T R Y F I R S T L E A F dot com slash reality Steve to get your first six bottles for thirty-nine ninety-five plus free shipping. Also, this podcast brought to you by Dame Products and their new vibrator, the Dip. Whether Dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. Go to dameproducts.com. And use promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com. Use promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. All right, let's get started. As you know, The Bachelor is filming, and we have reached hometown dates. I know you were all asking who made hometowns, when do they start. Well, I can say this. Hometowns, obviously, are this week. And I know three of the four. However, I want to get that fourth before putting them all out. And stuff stuff might get out, and it might not. I mean, hometown dates are literally hit or miss. Clayton went to four hometown dates, and none of them got out. Not one picture got out from any of his hometown dates. Nobody even knew who was on his hometown dates. Gabby and Rachel, different story. Four of the seven got out. The other three, I had video, or three of the seven got out. I had pictures of three, and then Tino's was the only one that didn't get out, but everybody knew what day it was on. So this season, a little bit different as of now. I don't know the order they're going in, but I know the three. I know of three, and I know where the parents live. So I have an idea, but got to see it play out. Maybe stuff will get out, and we'll be able to spoil them one at a time. Maybe nothing will get out, and I'll spoil them after the fact. But um, Hometown Dates is this week, and I know everybody is like, oh my gosh, they're already at Hometown Dates. And I know that's a very common thing to say, but they've been filming for over a month. Filming started on, um, oh crap, what was the date? Let me pull up my spoiler page here. Sorry about that. Bachelor Zach spoilers. It started on Monday, September 26th. So a month and five days they've been filming, and this is standard. I've said this every year. It takes one month to go from the amount of women they start with down to four, and then it takes three weeks to get from four down to one because way more breaks in filming. They film every other day, hometown dates, and then after the fourth hometown date, they film the rose ceremony the next day. And then they got to travel to where they're going for overnights and final rose ceremony. And then there's days in between those, and then days off there. So, yeah, takes a month to get from whatever they start with down to four, and then three weeks to get from four down to one. But staying on the same schedule, they're always on. Hometowns is always right around during Halloween. So it's a little bit late. I usually film um, – You know, because I said they started Monday, the 26th of September. Usually they start around the 19th or 20th of September and hometowns is ending right around Halloween. Obviously now with it being pushed back a week, it's going to begin around Halloween. But yeah, we will keep it updated on the site. Obviously anything I, if anything gets out and any, I get the final confirmation on that fourth hometown, I will let you know and I'll put it all out there on social media, on my Twitter on my Instagram feed and on my Instagram stories. So look for that. Also this weekend. Now I have a question. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this, but if you do, please let me know on this one, because I've been having a really hard time finding this. Does anybody know if Maddie Pruitt got married this weekend? Anybody have a clue? If she married Grant Trout, I didn't see anything online. It's a joke. There was no way to escape the fact that Maddie Pruitt got married this weekend. <laughs> Anybody and everybody who was at that wedding posted about it. So, um, again, not a whole hell of a lot to chime in here. I don't really care that they got married. Congratulations. I know neither of them. I've never spoken to either of them. I don't know what I can add to this. I know a lot of people like to make fun of Maddie and a lot of people like to I'm just reading some of the comments on social media It's like, okay, I mean, I, I don't write anything on anybody's page ever and I don't really have anything to add other than they got married on Friday, Astrid and Kevin got married in Canada. So you kind of wonder, were there anybody in the franchise that had to make a choice on which wedding to attend? Clearly, Astrid was on a season much earlier than Maddie was. But was there ever any crossover there to where people who went to Maddie's had to choose? Or people who went to Astrid's had to choose? I don't know. But they got married within a day of each other. Um, One final thing on um, Victoria Fuller, who was at Maddie's wedding and she posted over the weekend and she even took to her Instagram accounts or I don't know if it was actually her Instagram account where she commented, but I saw the messages that she left, the captions that she left. I don't know if it was under her own picture or somebody else's, but somebody said in the picture that was reposted of her and Greg Grippo on the shuttle in Italy. Someone said, wow, they don't look happy. And she said, basically, oh, don't worry, I'm very happy. And then said, mind your business. And it's like, okay. Look, (laughs) the amazing thing about a lot of these contestants is they only want to hear from the fans if it's praise. They don't seem to understand that while they are now a public figure, they have to understand that I know a lot of people say they didn't sign up for their private life to be dissected, but that is what you are signing up for by doing this show. Like You might not think that they are, but in this fan base, they absolutely will have their private life dissected by crazies online. That's what these people do. So you can't say this isn't what I signed up for. And it's not like I got pictures of Victoria and Greg Grippo in a private area. They were at the Trevi fountain in Rome. One of the biggest tourist attractions out there. Like you can't say they didn't deserve to get their picture taken. Yes, they did. If you are on this show and you are a very popular figure You will get your picture taken if you're standing outside the Trevi Fountain with a polarizing contestant from a past season like Greg Rippo. Nothing was, no privacy was breached there. I'm sorry. And if she claims that it was, then she doesn't know what she's doing. Then don't go on the show. Because, yes, if somebody from night one from three seasons ago was at the Trevi Fountain with somebody else from Bachelor Nation, would they get their picture taken? Probably not. But you have to understand, if you are, a big name in this franchise, and Victoria Fuller surely is a big name because, number one, she's Victoria Fuller, and two, she's on a show that's currently airing and the guy that she's with wasn't even on Paradise, and most people know that she gets engaged at the end of Paradise to somebody who wasn't with her at the Trevi Fountain. So, you just have to understand, I I think these people sometimes get lost and they start believing their own hype, but the bottom line is, there was no privacy issues breached when she's walking around in a public area. You know, was anything private about what she was doing? And somebody decided to snap a picture of them. Like that's the way it is on this show. If you don't like it, don't go on the show. That's the only answer to, I don't want any of my life dissected online. Okay. Then don't go on the show. That's it. That's your, that's the only way you can guarantee it. Won't if nobody knows who you are, if bachelor nation fan base doesn't know who you are, then they won't look for anything. That's the only way you can guarantee it. Other than that, your anything you do in a public setting has the ability to be photographed or videoed. Sorry. And there's nothing wrong with that because it's public. So unfortunately I think a lot of contestants seem to miss the boat on that. One thing I want to talk about, and this has to do somewhat with privacy is Ashley Spivey, you know, formerly the co-host of my, Instagram Lives, co-host of the He Said, She Said podcast. As we know, uh, she has been through a lot in past pregnancies. She's had a stillbirth. Uh, she's had multiple miscarriages. And she is currently doing well with her daughter, Penny, who is due, I believe, at the end of November or beginning in December. I th- no, I think it's end of November. She's due in about three or four weeks. And Ashley has been giving updates on the ultrasound on her Instagram page and her Instagram stories. And. And she posted on her Instagram stories on Thursday an uh, an update on her ultrasound, and then some troll had to leave just a sickening, sickening comment of a picture. Uh, I'm not even going to repeat what they said. And Ashley posted that person's comment, and that person's name was pretty much in their Instagram profile, and then Ashley used that name, found who they were, found where they worked, and this person actually works as a nurse. And I was having this discussion with a couple people over the weekend in regards to what is fair game. If you're that much of a troll and you leave a comment like that person did on a pregnant woman's Instagram story and comment back to her something disgusting like they did, should you be called out for it? My answer is yes. You know me. I'm, I'm sick of most of the people on the internet and what people say and can get away with with zero repercussions and you can say whatever you want and nothing can happen to you. So I'm glad that Ashley reposted that person's comment. I'm glad that Ashley reposted that person's Instagram account number or name. I think that person's Instagram, already she already took it down. Because when I did a Google search of them, because I was going to leave them a private message and just I, I like actually want to get into the heads of some of these people. Like what? What inside you makes you want to message that to a pregnant woman who's due in four weeks? What What, what were you? Like, what is your problem? Essentially, granted, that person probably wouldn't have answered me, but. I wanted to message them. And then when I pulled up their Instagram name, couldn't pull it up. So I don't know if this is somebody that I've had an issue with in the past and they've already blocked me. But I think it was because I think I saw Ashley's Instagram story about two hours after it happened. So very good chance that once she put it out there, everybody was jumping down this woman's throat and she just deleted her Instagram, which is good. Now granted will it stop her from doing it in the future Probably not she'll probably just sign up under a different Instagram account and harass other people because she's a loser but I really want to know like i I, I really I, that's why I have no problem having that person exposed and you might say that's a little harsh to put her face her job title and the phone number at her work underneath it I'm like not really i i I don't have a problem with it I really don't. Because what else is the alternative? Yes, she probably got a lot of hate from people and had to take down her Instagram account. Sure. But I don't think that's enough because she's just going to sign up under a new one. You know it. If work got a hold of that and this woman's a nurse and she said that to Ashley, who's doing four weeks, hey, my biggest thing is consequences. She doesn't need to be canceled, but if someone wants to contact her work and say, this is what one of your nurses said to a pregnant woman who's had multiple miscarriages and a stillbirth, just thought you should know. I'll let the, I'll let the work handle that. I have no idea if this woman got fired, if she's going to get fired, if she's going to get reprimanded. I don't know, but. In situations like that, do I think somebody's work should be notified? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, because the consequences are, put it this way, if that woman ends up losing her job or gets suspended without pay for a couple weeks, my guess is they probably won't ever write something so heinous again in their life. So that's the lesson. If they do get fired, well, that's the consequence for what... Maybe don't write something like that to a woman you don't even know. You know? And I hope, I hope all of you listening don't take the time to ever write something that bad about somebody else. If something really bothers you online, you don't have to respond to it. It's the problem we're running into nowadays on social media is that everybody feels the, the, the need to respond to everybody. As, my, as mad as something gets you, you have to attack somebody else. You don't have to attack someone. Just ignore them. You know, And that woman, I'm sure that woman is going to be like, you know, freedom of speech and all this stuff. And it's just like, how many times do we have to go over this? Freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence. Freedom of speech means that woman's allowed to say it. She can say whatever she wants to Ashley. However, there are possible consequences that could come with it. Freedom of speech just means the government can't get involved and the government can't come at you for something that you say. But all these people that yell freedom of speech, I say the same thing every time. Just run up to your boss today and tell them to F off. Tell your boss to F off. Go to hell. You think they're a piece of shit and you're, they're the worst boss ever. Then tell me when they fire you, which is a consequence of your freedom of speech, then tell me what you think about the First Amendment. I just I cannot believe how many people don't understand that concept and just yell freedom of speech at everything when somebody says something and there's consequences for it. They, don't, they still don't get it. It's crazy. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Taylor Hale's story did get picked up by some of the national outlets. Us Weekly covered it. E! Online covered it, and I'm glad they did. I hope it gets more traction. Her telling the story of being sexually harassed by the former co-president, of the Miss USA organization who has since been removed from his job and I believe pretty much his wife left him. I'm glad it's out there. Like I said, I'm, she she's very brave to come forward uh, with that and for the first time put her name behind it. And I'm glad that a few of the outlets picked it up and ran with it. As of this recording right now on Sunday night, it's out there on Us Weekly and E! Online. So go check that out if you haven't. As we know, today is Halloween, and Halloween is a big deal for some people. (laughs) Um, I will be leaving candy out while I'm inside watching Bachelor in Paradise tonight. My candy will just say, take three to five pieces, but I've got a box full of candy, so it should suffice for the night. Maybe I'll even say take a handful, but... Halloween is, um, I kind of knew it was Halloween season, even though I knew it was coming up today, when for the first time in six years, I had no idea it was six years ago, I thought it was four, but six years ago, Saturday Night Live introduced us to David S. Pumpkins, Tom Hanks' character, in the Tower of Terror skit, which was just, for months after that thing aired, it was just nonstop david s pumpkins like what is this and why is it so intoxicating well for whatever reason they never brought him back they did a cartoon of it like a year later maybe two years later but he's never done it since then and then they brought it back this past weekend and it's basically the same exact skit i'm sorry it's funny to me it'll david s pumpkins will never not be funny and it's so silly and so ridiculous, and it makes zero sense whatsoever. We found out this past weekend he's from Ibiza, which makes even less sense. But it's just funny. I hope they. It, it should be every year. Maybe like now that they've done it twice, and it's literally the same exact skit twice, maybe just bring him back next Halloween and just do... David S. Pumpkins in a skit that's completely different, but just bring him back as a recurring character. Once a year, Tom Hanks can do it because he is SNL comedy gold and David S. Pumpkins is just funny to me. You know what else is funny to me? Yesterday, somebody tagged me in a story. They were watching Grease two on one of the streaming channels and on the streaming channels, you know, it says a description of the movie and what genre it is. And for Greece too, it said sophisticated. Like what? <laughs> I mean, if we're going there, you might as well just put uh, mystery, suspense, and thriller on uh, Greece too. I mean, there is some mystery involved, right? Like Michael put on those goggles and wore the red, or the and wore the leather pants and the leather jacket, and nobody knew who he is. Kind of like Superman. Like, Clark Kent just puts on a pair of glasses, and all of a sudden, nobody knows who the hell he is. Same thing with Michael. He wore goggles and a motorcycle helmet and a leather jacket with no shirt and leather pants. And everyone's like, who is that guy? He even made a song out of it. Who's that guy? (laughs) Oh, God. Grease 2, the best. It's the best worst movie ever made. Kind of up there with Teen Wolf. (laughs) But I could watch those movies till the end of time. So good. So good. Grease 2. Gosh. Yes, Grease is a classic. John Travolta, Livy Newton-John, classic. Grease 2 bombed at the theaters, but has developed a cult following afterwards. It is so good. And if you don't like it, you can never be my friend. Finally, um little sports to wrap up with here. I gave you my pick on Friday. Didn't really have much to back it up with, and I said, look, I just I just like Oklahoma. They, Their offense is better than Iowa State's, and they beat them by two touchdowns, and they were laying a point and a half or two points. So uh, a winner for you. This upcoming weekend of college football is a doozy. You got Tennessee, Georgia. You got Bama, LSU, Clemson, Notre Dame. You got three really, really good games. I have an idea where I'm leaning towards my pick is going to be from one of those three games, uh, for this upcoming week. But I'm telling you, I'm so looking forward to the games this weekend. This past weekend was kind of a dud in terms of games. There weren't a lot of good top 25 matchups, but with, you know, Tennessee, Georgia, which is number two versus number three Bama versus LSU, which is, I believe five against 12 or 13, uh, Clemson is ranked fifth or sixth. Notre Dame isn't ranked, but they're at home against Clemson. They can certainly win that game. Um, I don't know if they will, but three really good games to look forward to. Can't wait to uh, to dissect those a little bit more, and I'll probably have my pick for you, and I will have my pick for you on Friday, and it's going to be from one of those three games. I'll tell you that right now. So Anyway, thank you all for listening. Have a happy Halloween. Have fun trick-or-treating tonight. If you want to come by my house, you'll just get to dip your grimy little hand in a in a box of candy that's got all sorts of stuff in it. Jolly Ranchers, Snickers, crunch bars, crackles. They're all there. All the garbage that kids love. That'll do wonders to their teeth. Anyway. Um, yeah, I just can't, I can't wheel myself to the door every time a kid comes because Luca will bark and I'm just, I can't deal with that. So, but I will, it's for the kids. So they are going to get their candy and they get to take it on their own. Let's, we're going to abide by the honor system at my house. Let's see if they can stick to just taking three to five pieces a piece. So thank you all again for listening. Have a happy Halloween, and we will talk to you tomorrow. See you!